All right. Now I am going to kind of just give a little intro to this and what's going to happen. So here's what's going to happen. First, you're going to listen to Tarjik and Maddie discuss her final two game, her second place game, not final two game, her second place game. And then there's going to be a somewhat abrupt cut. And I'm going to say the words part two. And you're going to listen to my exclusive interview with the winner, the Grandmaster, the Queen of Pirate Mastorg, Choco. All right, uh, that's what I got. Enjoy. Welcome uh, to the Pirate Mastorg unofficial podcast, a.k.a. the official podcast. I am joined by Maddie, a fan favorite of the season, to my dismay. How are you doing, Maddie? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Honored to be so on the show. Guess. Yeah, I know yeah. you're very excited. So excited. We got, you, uh, we got you before the other podcast did. So uh, do you have any uh, thoughts surrounding the season in general? As this is the finale, and you failed to get first because you got you know second. What? You literally got tenth, so I don't know why you're talking <laughs> shit. You can even, you even make Ghost Crew. Uh, so, Maddie. <laughs> Did you even make Ghost Crew? Coming into the season, were there any people <laughs> that you already knew, knew of? Yes. I knew, um, Shoddy, Nate, Gibble, Max, Mike, Sherlock. Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting group of people. I mean, I did not work with all of them. No, yeah. no, I'm not saying, I'm not implying that you did. Just, just. I, I spectated Madge and Gavin. Well, Gavin got first boot, so, like, I don't know, but I shit-talked him in the, the, the other <laughs> podcast, so I felt like I knew him. Was it, though? I didn't know anyone else. All right, all right. And uh, going into the game, first day, you're added into a bunch of alliances. With you alongside Shoddy, there were, I believe, five alliances, and you were in all five of them. Were you scared about this? No. So you were just confident that nobody was, nothing was going to go wrong? I mean, I, like, I didn't know how many alliances other people were making. I just assumed that this was, like, an alliance-heavy season where, like, people would be like, hey, I talked to you for five seconds, so now I'm going to make an alliance with you. So I, like, I wasn't, like, freaking out about it. Yeah, yeah. So you played Hope Chess, and it happened to work out, right? Yeah. That, okay. That's pretty much the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, going through the server here, a couple first boots went your way. Uh, what did you think about the Chris saga? You know what? I don't know what the deal with Chris was or why. Like, Shadi and I just one day woke up, and we were like, we need to get Chris out, and it was like an obsession. I don't know why. And when he got the pardon, we were like so mad, and it just fueled our rage against Chris. I don't know why, because he's like nice. And like when I talked to him about not putting me up, like he was really receptive, and then I felt bad. But I don't know. We gave Blaze the pardon and got Chris out, and it was good. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna read a few messages from. You know, next eliminated after Chris, which is Gibble. You know, just tell me, 
you can tell me your thoughts on this. Uh, from Gibble 12 Confessionals, four dot. Maddie has no rights. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm going to let that one slide. I know Gibble was mad at me for allegedly betraying him, but as I said in my confessional, Gibble is clinically insane, so anything he says <laughs> is just... And uh, here we have another Gibble comment. Uh, Maddie doesn't know the less, last letter of the alphabet. Is this true? Um, that's not true. I don't know why he would say that. I don't think we ever talked about that. Well, he spelt alphabet wrong. He did it in two words, so. As I said before, Gibble's a bit. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Sorry. If Gibble's listening to this, I'm sorry. I, I tried to make up with him after the season, and I feel like this is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not. I'm not trying to cause any divide here. Uh, another message from Gibble. I just don't believe you, Maddie. You've known everything that has happened this season, and if people on my team knew what was going on, and they knew Max would win, they knew I would go up, and you knew I would go up. Now, can you decipher that for me? Because I don't know what that message means. Well, I think that. This is like a tricky one to interpret because he's not being that straightforward. <laughs> I think he was saying that like he was mad at me for not telling him he was going up or something. I don't know. That's like my personal interpretation, but like a lot of people think different. So yeah, yeah, it's really it's kind of like a Stanley Kubrick director's cut with Gibble, whereas it's up to the right. audience to get what they yeah. want from it, and that's however you perceive and interpret it. That's your decision. Yeah, and uh, perhaps the thing that you did that ruined the season the most was talk about keeping Gavin around. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. I love Gavin. I don't care what anyone says. Gavin was, like, my favorite, and it was so bad because, he, like, everyone loved Gavin, and I was so convinced that Gavin and I just were, like, best friends. And then after the season, I was like, oh, so everybody loved Gavin. It wasn't just me, but, like, I would have voted out, like, anybody besides shoddy for gavin and like i talked to him for like a week <laughs> so yeah yeah so uh, just so you know what the viewers saw of gavin just so you know like what the entertainment that you provided during the season while gavin was on let me read some confessionals uh episode four episode five <laughs> episode six yeah <laughs> yeah so he wasn't there is what i'm getting at here he was there for the beginning, and he was great. He, I saw that selfie he sent in his confessional. I thought it was literally the funniest thing ever. It was just so out of the blue. And, and he sent me a selfie, too. And yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's why I loved him so much, because I thought that was so funny. I was like, no one's ever just, like, he, he was just like, look at my face. I'm not laughing. And it was like him with a straight face. I was like, okay, thank you, Gavin. So I loved him, and I don't regret trying to keep him. Yeah, okay. So Gavin was fun when he uh, lasted, but uh, when he lasted wasn't exactly when he was voted out. Um, now let's talk about fan favorite. Uh, of course, your second fan favorite. Fan favorite Andrew, okay? Yeah, sure. We can talk about Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Andrew, of course, being the hero of the season, uh, I've decided. And was he Andrew the hero no, no, I'm pretty sure you got awarded that. But anyways, Andrew, the triumphant tale of an underdog fighting his way off the bottom just to be squished by the giant foot that is Maddie. Maddie, how do you feel about this? 
Um, you know what? I love that you referred to me as a giant foot, so I feel great about that. I feel great about voting on Andrew. It was a good move, and it got me $9,000, and I don't regret it. So all you Andrew fans can suck on that. Hmm. Now, Andrew, Andrew was perhaps the most entertaining person of the season, not going to lie. And, uh, Andrew, if you're listening... Uh, you know, if you're null stars, man, you know, you can just, you know. Andrew, if you're listening, I really did like you, but you were, like, best friends with Nate, and Nate was just snaking me left and right, and also you, like, just did not DM me. Oh, no, actually, I think the reason I went for Andrew was because I had an alliance with, like, 95% of the cast. Like, I was in at least one alliance with everybody except Andrew. I was like, okay, well, like... Let's get rid of this guy. Well, uh, you made him a profile. You can't do that. You can't. Yeah. That, you see, can't, that was good. You can't make someone care and cut them off. That's rude. And he's dead, so. And he didn't even vote me a ghost crew like I thought he would, so. Mm. Now, uh, talking about people who... Talking about, you know, there's a difference between being iconic and trying to be iconic. Way too hard, right? Okay. I don't like where so this you, well, it's not you. Of course, that could apply to you, but... Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're most, more so uh, talking about rapper extraordinaire Mike McCaw. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mike was a piece of work this season, but yeah. So, from what I got as a spectator when I was watching, mm-hmm. I got, oh, is this guy alive? And he drops a rap album, and he leaves again. And then he drops his last words, and then he leaves again. So, uh... Yeah, he was, like... He came into the season, and I knew him from before. And as soon as he saw that he knew people, he was like, Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna go for you guys. And I was like, that was kind of annoying. But, like, he started trying a bit, like, when when he got captain, and then he stopped again. So I was like... That's why I didn't give him the trial by combat, because I was like, I don't know, it just seems unfair that someone who, like, didn't try this season is gonna, like, get to stay over someone who actually did try. Mm-hmm. And, of, oh. cor- of course, you have some thoughts on Nate, because he snaked you the entire season. I love Nate. Like, Nate was, like, number two on my trust rankings in the first episode, and then he just started throwing me under the bus for no reason, so I was like, I don't know what was going on with him. Shoddy and I saved him so many times. And he was like, oh my god, I'll be so loyal to you. And then the next second he's telling Kristen not me. Like, alright, fucking get out of here. It was ridiculous. That's interesting. That uh, you were able to save Nate over and over again. But when it came to your number one ally, Shoddy, they seem to have <laughs> lost the first t- chance they got. Um, you know what? I'm not even mad about, like, Shoddy and I being nominated. I think that was, like, a good move for my game. It's, like, weird as that sounds, but I knew going to Final Two with Shoddy would make me lose, but I wasn't gonna flip on Shoddy. So I needed someone else to take out Shoddy for me, and, like, have my hands clean, and I knew Shoddy was a bigger threat than me because he had way more money. So... I was like, okay, whatever, this is fine. Like, it sucked, but I was like, help me get to the end. And I had a better chance against Choco, even though I still lost against her. But, well. 
Talk so as as we as we climb up, you have the, the finale episode. Anything interesting happened in the finale episode, minus you losing? Fuck you again. <laughs> I think I got like ten mistakes on the precision challenge, and like Chogo and Lisbon got like two or three. So that was um like kind of fun when Big Mike told us. I was like, okay, great. Um, I don't really know what happened. Sleep kind of blew up and like tried to blow up my game after I nommed him at Final Four. I thought that like Choco was gonna vote me out, but yeah. well, Sleep did a good job of blowing up your game, unlike Gibble. But Gibble tried though. Gibble, <laughs> Gibble, so Gibble had like four messages that were very unconvincing. Okay, that's not strong. <laughs> I was like, isn't he gonna like say anything about like? <laughs> more like alliances and like i like i did this and like and all he said was like there's an alliance with max mike shoddy and maddie and i was like yeah and then max flipped on you so like obviously that alliance isn't very like strong or something to worry about now uh so going into ghost court right lisbon may or may not have gotten a lot of hate do you think the hate's warranted for uh, Lisbon's game? Lisbon or Lisbon? Because I've been saying Lisbon this entire time. I don't know. All that I know I mean, is... If, oh, wait. Lisbon. Hold up, hold up. If you look up Lisbon mapping on YouTube, they have like a 40k <laughs> video. I heard you talking about another podcast, and Lisbon told me. I subscribed. You subscribed? Yes. What's your favorite Lisbon mapping video? The one that has like fifty three, hey, ooh, ooh, part one, independence. Okay, yeah, that one's so good. I watched that like ten times. <laughs> I'm like such a big fan. So, uh, going into the fin- finale, right? Wait, I never even answered about. Okay, the fine, fine, fine. Go ahead. I don't know why people hated Lisbon so much, but I was not complaining because nobody voted me. So I was like. You guys can hate him for I I don't why did people hate him again? They called him like uh, a goat. Yeah. So what happens when someone makes it to the final three? People like to think that they're more impressive than they are, so they choose one person to put down, and then everyone goes on it. Yeah. I felt really bad because I feel like he did play a solid game, and like I I did not feel like I played like an extraordinary game. Like people were acting like Choco and I were like so many miles ahead of Lisbon. I was like, listen, played like a great game. Like, he he like got himself into a good position in the end game. Like him and Choco were really in the best position. It was basically they got to choose if they wanted to take out me or sleep. Now, uh, final two. Once Lisbon was voted out, what what would you say you thought your chances of winning were? Like one percent. Oh, that's cool because it was actually zero because you had less money. I'm going to refrain from <laughs> the word I was about to use. I feel like it's not. Um, yeah, yeah. You got to be uh, courteous. In the- I'm very courteous. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I knew I wasn't going to win because I think I took like 11 minutes for that logic puzzle. I didn't think I was going to win any of the mini challenges too. Because... The, I think I won the um, popularity one, I think, where you have to, like, give your shells. 
I thought they weren't going to give me the shells because I had the most money. Everyone thought I had the most money, so they'd give it to each other. I gave all my shells to Lisbon because I thought he'd be voted out, so it wouldn't matter. But apparently, like, Choco gave me a bunch of hers and thought I was going to give her some, too. And I was like, I don't know know what, like, people's strategy was for that. But that winning that couldn't even help me. (laughs) Fucking logic puzzle. Because apparently I'm just ass at it. I mean, it's a practice thing. You'll get the hang of it eventually. Okay, but you know what? Big Mike rigged it against me. Like, I'm not even kidding. He said that the the first or the middle four um, tiles are all occupied by women. Like, all the women are in there. So I was like, wait, are there four women in this game? I spent like two minutes going through the list being like, who the fuck is the fourth woman? And it was Gibble. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just like not good. All right, so the next segment, as I'm going through, is I'm going to read a message from someone's confessional, and you're going to guess who it is. Okay. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Hold up. Let me... Where is it? Where's the funny? I'm getting there. I'm getting there? I'm prepared, don't worry. Okay, I believe you. Are we going to cut this dead air? Or just... um, there's no dead air. There's dead air right now. No, there's really not. No, there was dead air. I heard it. Uh, no. Okay, mm, if you say so. My goal out. was to get in the podcast as much as possible. I think I'm succeeding. Social game 100. Shoddy? No, that's Gibble. Fuck! No, I actually knew that because I read all of the confessionals and I read VIP Spec Lounge and I listened to all the podcasts. Like, I just, like, inhaled Pirate Master content. This is what the fuck. That's a a confessional from someone? This is WTF, but I'm just, you know. Mike McCaw. No, that's Maximilian. Why am I so bad at this? Not very good at this. Okay. Better than you. Let me read something from a confessional and you tell me what it's from. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, I am flopping in comps, which is short for confessionals. I'm flopping. Someone. Give me Nate. No. <laughs> what? Who was it? Gavin. Oh, I'm sorry. I only read that chat once. My bad. Maybe you should have read it twice. Yeah. Well, we'll think about that in the future. Hosting duties. I just wanted to prove a point. Yeah, you just wanted to prove a point that I'd get one wrong and you'd get two wrong. Okay, I'll do another one. Do you want me to do another one? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Let's see. Um, good morning. What the fuck? <laughs> good morning. Yeah. Do you not know? It has it's to be pretty Nick. Obvious. Wrong, it's Blaze. You're not even like a true Pirate Master fan. Anybody who spectated the season would have known that. 
Oh, yeah, my bad, my bad. All right. So what's your thoughts on the word association game? Like, I'm going to say a contestant, and you're going to say the first word that pops into your mind. I thought that that was like an expedition for a second. I was like, did I just miss an entire right. round? Tell me when you're ready. Ready. Maddie. Winner. Choco. Queen. Lisbon. Sad. Sleep. Snooze. <laughs> Maximilian. Goat. <laughs> Shoddy. King. Blaze. Okay. <laughs> Nate. Penguin. Mike. Rap. Andrew, Oz. Robbed. Yep. Selfie. <laughs> Gibble. Mad. Nick. Boring. <laughs> Chris. Robot. Sherlock. Mm. I don't even have a word for Sherlock. <laughs> Well, mm is a word. It's an onomatopoeia. So I'll, I'll let you pass. Thank you. Now, uh, any final thoughts on the season? Uh, you were you know in the third best season of Pirate Master, so congratulations on that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I do have something to say. For the... Do people listen to this? <laughs> Not many. Okay. Well, if anybody's listening, I would like to talk about how Shoddy was criminally underrated this season. In the podcasts, in Spec Lounge. Like, mm. Shot, I don't know why everyone thought, like, I was doing so much. I'm like, a lot of the stuff, like, Shoddy and I came up with together. So I'm giving Shoddy his credit. Because he got the villain of the season for a reason. So what you're saying is Shoddy should be in All-Stars and not you. I never said that, and I never said I was an All-Stars. Well, you did. You DM'd me. You said, hey, I'm an All-Stars. Want an ally? That was... <laughs> this is not true. Don't believe him. You're going to get me in trouble. Mike's no, gonna... I... I'm knocking down my door. My Mike's never done anything. I've never DM'd you before. Only thing I've said to you is, I just called you a freak a bunch of times. Wait, wait, actually? Like, more than once? My head, yes. Alright. Maybe it was all once. Alright. Well, that does it for the Kanye West Supporter co- uh, Podcast. Nope. I was here nope. with Maddie. Nope. And, uh, nope. goodbye. How do we get him out? Uh, this? <laughs> you can't do oh, it! Oh, I can't! Fuck! I thought... <laughs> This is why I said one of us has to do it. Yeah, well, I just wanted to press the button. Why didn't you listen to me? I'm literally the expert podcaster here. You just wanted to press the button, okay? Why? Well, now we gotta sit here. Now you gotta gotta make some content yourself. This is your job. Okay, okay, okay. Give me your thoughts on my game, since you're such a hater. Uh, so your th- my thoughts on your game is that it would work one out of every 100 times, and this was the one. You 
Okay, well, your game works zero out of a hundred times, so fuck you. <laughs> God, where is Hypa? This is horrible. <laughs> You're stuck. Still a hater after everything. No, no, I'm not. I'm not a hater. Okay, I think I you have a very a entertaining bit. game style. Okay, and maybe on an All Star season you could do good, but on a regular season. Mm-mm, no, no, you're just too you're too blatantly good at the game in order for anyone to let you go far enough with enough money. You just got second place. What do you mean? With enough money. I had more money than sleep. Again, you were too good at the game. The, for the same reason every podcaster talked about you and not Shoddy is the same reason why Shoddy has a better chance in the future of doing well. Well, now I don't ever want to play again because of you, so... Uh, no, don't put that on me. That's on you. That's... You should feel bad. I don't, I don't, I don't really feel bad. I feel happy. You should. You're the reason that I'm quit. I saved work, Pirate Org. You did not. <laughs> Ruined it. Dude, who the <laughs> fuck? Can I clear something up? Because I, I don't know if it was you who said this or the other podcast about my typing... People had some issues with my typing, or they thought I was like purposefully trying to make myself sound dumber. No, that's just how I type. So I, I have not said anything like that, bro. You listen to the other podcast? Yeah, have I listened to the other podcast? Of course. Is it not embarrassing how much better theirs is than yours? Well, I've kind of fell asleep a few minutes in, so. Oh my gosh. That's funny, I fell asleep listening to yours. Yeah, episode two sucked, right? Yeah, the best one was episode three, because you guys talked about me a bunch. Well, I wasn't into, so. Oh, actually, it did kind of suck because you weren't there. Thank you. See, this season would have sucked without you. Yeah, obviously. All right. Just over there because you always brought me up and I liked hearing about myself. What the fuck is Hyper doing? Dude, I don't know what Hyper's doing, but if Hyper's not going to stick around, then I need more entertainment. So uh, we're going to do this. Oh, Nick. I don't know why Nick's such a hater. All I did was call him boring because he is boring. I'm sorry. He was boring in that season and he had horrible taste. Who the fuck puts Rick Devins in their top five best survivor players of all time? Uh, someone who likes Hypa. Well, Dude, what the fuck? Gibble? I haven't talked to Gibble. Uh, Gibble and I can watch out our drama. And he's playing Minecraft. Fuck, fuck. Does, uh, does Craig just record endlessly? Can we add Mike McCaw? Yeah. yeah. I think Mike would go. Is he online? No, he's offline. I doubt this kid has a job. He does not have a job, but he sleeps at irregular times. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Gibble's making him a diss track on me. Gibble is? Yeah. I thought you guys made up. He did, but he wants to make a diss track. Oh. He's mad because I, I told him I could be his new Kendall, and then I betrayed him, which was a showmance. I betrayed our showman, so I feel bad.
Uh, don't feel bad about betraying people. It wasn't Andrew. Um, I don't feel bad about betraying Andrew. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got my money. No, hop, hop in, hop in. Hop in. <laughs> he can't hear you. Yes! <laughs> I'm gonna pretend to be really angry at Nick when he comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down, I'm down. Okay. And if it goes too far, we cut it out. Hello, Nick. <laughs> Hello, Nick. Hello, Tardrick. How are you? I'm Nick Nutty. How are you, Nicholas? You, we, you know, we just thought we'd talk some things out, Nick. Between yes. uh, What's up, Tardrick? Yeah, I'll listen to the podcast. No, we're, we're, as you can see, we're recording right now for the podcast. What are you eating? Nothing. <laughs> But you, I have a question for you guys. So you guys been waiting for I to do the command? Uh, yeah, I yeah. I can try to figure it out. Uh, no, Hypo needs to do it, is the problem. Hypo started it, so Hypo needs to end it. I'll blame Hypo. Yeah. No, I'm blaming Tarjik because I said you have to be the one to start it. And I said, but Hypo wants to press the button. I don't oh, care. Okay. I can just DM my book. It's already DM. I'm gonna DM. No, uh, Nick, why is Rick Devins a top five survivor player? You know what, Nick? One what second. is your issue with me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Devin demuted. Oh my gosh. Like he's just avoiding the question. What do you think he was eating? Like a granola bar? Rick Devins is a top five. No, he's not. No, he's not top five survival player. He's just the best fourth he's placer. That to me, Nick. He's the best fourth placer. That's a Kelly No, 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 no way. Yes, he is. Didn't Don't Malcolm go. get fourth place? Oh yeah, Malcolm. That's true. That's true. Um, Paul Scott fourth place. Sue Hawk, icon. <laughs> Yeah. Not good. Uh, don't disrespect her. Literally don't. Elizabeth Fizzleback, whatever. Who the fuck is that? That's the the the, the conservative one from the Outback, who was like a girl who almost starved. Elizabeth Hasselhoff. Well, her name changes. Did it change? Nick is a spam pinging. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't respond the first time, so I bet the third time he will. I mean, now that Nick's doing it, I feel like he'll respond. <laughs> this is going to be like the worst podcast ever. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? How is it going to be the worst podcast ever? Hypo will just cut it all out. <laughs> Nick is everyone thing. Oh, wait, does Hypo edit them? No. <laughs> he claims he does, but like. He did a lot of editing that one time we had a mystery guest, but, like, probably, like, the worst decision we've had on this podcast since the, mi uh, the mystery guest, you just couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah, I can enjoy it. Wait, why do I not get to do an interview with Choco? Can you do a private one and then a... You, you... Want to talk Dude, just... Invite Choco. You invite Choco. I'm the guest. Host. Nick's the host. We're the guests. Nick, where's our interview questions? 
Oh, well, I'm not the host. Thanks for clearing that up, Nick. I actually thought you were for a second. <laughs> oh, wait, Hypo's on his phone! Oh my god, I fucking hate that guy. Stop the podcast! <laughs> the hyper's gonna like look at his phone he's like okay can wait it has to be like fucking a hundred pings dude he better be filing taxes right now i don't care if he's filing taxes there's nothing that could excuse this behavior <laughs> that shows as like 10 pings or just one ping since it's in one message I don't think Hypo even knows what we want from him anymore, because it's just a bunch of pinks. How do you guys not know that whoever starts recording ends the recording? Well, uh... We're the worst podcast. No, no, Hypo messaged me, okay? Hypo said okay. that he would do the recording part, so I was like, okay, I bet he has a plan, and I'll bet he'll be available. He says he's he said six thirty to seven thirty is not available. So if we don't catch him now, we'll never catch him. Oh my god! I'm not staying here for a fucking hour. Can someone like Nick? Can you call him? Leave this call and call him so he sees. Dude, Jeez. I'm gonna I'm gonna get cru crucified, bro. And Nick. Even Nick gave up. <laughs> no, I told him to leave to call Hypa. Oh wait, wait, Nick, <laughs> Hypa's on. Do not dis, not do not disturb. Oh, but away. So he clicked on the phone. He joined, and then he left because he was like, "You know what? I'm bored." You know what? I'm gonna meta target him if I ever play with him again. Not again. Again. Play with no, you didn't. Are you playing next season in All Stars? I'm gatekeeping that information. What do you mean, gatekeeping that information? I mean, I'm gatekeeping it. Keeping it behind a gate where you can't access it. I heard every first and second placer are being invited back. Well, who says that I accepted? Very busy woman. Yeah, yeah, I bet you are. Huh? So what um, do you... <laughs> Excuse you. I am busy. I'm actually an adult. Unlike you, you're probably like 12. Excuse you, I am 17. Yeah, I'm like, sound like you're 12. Uh, excuse you. All right. Look at you. What look, about me? Look at yourself. Look at yourself right now. Look what you're doing. Yeah. You're uh, propelling fucking toxic masculinity culture right here. <laughs> That's what you're doing. You're the problem with this country. You're the problem with everything. You ruin everything, and you ruined my life. I'm sorry for ruining your life, but to be fair, there wasn't much to ruin in the first place, so I didn't have to do that much destroying. Shut up. <laughs> profile picture. My profile picture. What is that? My profile picture is goaded. Is that your duck? Yes. So... A fucking ugly ass duck. So obviously, it would. Okay, to. but uh, your your profile picture is anime, so yeah, it is. Is there a problem with that? No, no, not a problem. Just other than you know every anime show being terrible. Wow, oh, I'm going to call all the anime fans to come and 
Whoop your ass. They were all on my season. Is that why you did bad? Or are you just a bad player? <laughs> Fucking hell. Is it both? I did say I wanted to vote out someone because he's a weep. That did happen. That was a conversation. God. I'm not going Look at the PowerPoint that you made. Did anyone? Yes. More people looked at my power. Oh, Nick, did you get him? Oh, he did not get him. Uh, do I? Nick, you really hate me the entire season just because did I. Did you count out a hundred times? Like, one hundred times exactly. Part. Two, Hypa and Choco. Hello and welcome back to Hashtag Unofficial. We are Hashtag Unofficially Done with the season. Make that Hashtag Officially Done with the season of Pirate Master Season 9. Something about Korea, something, the North Korean pirates of Kim Jong-un, maybe? I think. Okay, I'm here with Choco, the winner and the second female winner of Pirate Master Org, legendary player, won her very first Org she's ever played. She won, just came in. I mean, you could, I guess, say dominated, but she certainly pulled out a victory. And she's here with us um, to discuss that victory. Hello, Choco. It's Choco, correct? I know that has kind of come up as a question a lot in the uh, meta. Um... Yeah, yeah. Um, Choco. Yeah, I've heard a lot in the other podcasts people call me Choco. Um, I've always pronounced it with two long O's, Choco, but it's it's an alias. I, I don't think it really matters. So you're saying you're an alien? Um, sure. All right. Well, let's talk about the uh, season. So you said this was your first season of an org. Yeah, I have never done this before. Right. I was like, hey, they need more people to join this thing. I'm going to be podcasting on it. You should play. You had watched my um, Matt Viver placement and my uh, Bob Viver win. More like, yeah. I'll give it a go. Yeah, I thought if you could do it. I mean that that that's that's fair. Um, and so, how did I guess watching those kind of set your anticipation for the season? Well, I know that when I watched yours, I thought that I could tell it was a lot easier to see what was going on when I had all of the confessionals to look at. And yeah, that makes sense. I knew it was going to be a lot harder than spectating, but I, I don't think I really expected what I ended up getting playing myself. What did you end up getting as playing yourself and ultimately winning? I felt like I knew people would lie, but I didn't think it was, it was still surprising somehow. And there were more times that I was seeing manipulation and not necessarily recognizing it than I expected. But overall, it was as fun as I expected, which is good. Right, I mean, ultimately, that's what we're here to uh, do. 
And so how, how do you think that that played into your strategy going into the season? And what really was your strategy or a lack thereof going into the season? Um, <laughs> um, strategy, I, I knew that I'm not really good at lying <laughs> and I'm not that good at um, video games. So I knew that if I was going to get far at all, it would have to be in the social aspect. I had to talk to everybody and get them to like me. Right. You just had to, I guess, you know, this is kind of maybe biased from knowing you in our personal lives. Um, yeah. You just had to be yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's what really paid off in the end, you know? Yeah, I know. I mean, absolutely. You pulled out the victory over, you know, a very, two very worthy uh, competitors in Lisbon and Maddie, who I think played a phenomenal game. They really did. Oh, I was talking about Maddie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lisbon. I liked Lisbon. What did you like about Lisbon? I thought Lisbon and I had fun conversations and they were always really respectful and pleasant and it was it was fun to play with them. All right. Um so what well what, what how, how how should we how should we tackle this? Um what will the other people at home dying to know about your game? Um Let's go into, like, I guess your version, like kind of an oral history of some of the uh, key votes this season. And, um, oh, another very important topic. How did playing Pirate Mast Org, I think, differ from playing the Survive Orgs or Survivor Orgs that you had seen uh, me play? Do we want to start there or? Yeah, we'll start there and then we'll get into the oral history. I don't know how different, really, the Survivor and Pirate Master games are, seeing as I haven't played a Survivor before, but um, I did notice that it was, with the black spots and the captains, things were a little bit more predictable than witnessing a Survivor board, and that brought me some comfort. Right, you didn't... Not every vote was, holy shit, what if I go out here? Yeah. But at the same time, I think the currency element just things a lot, right? Yeah, it did. But it made some of the eliminations a little bit easier, which I can get into as we talk about the elimination. Right. Because, I mean, ultimately, it's not like, you know, Survivor where, you know, the person who the jury likes the most and gets the end wins. It's the person who the jury hates the least and has the most money in the end wins. By jury, I mean Ghost Crew. And by Ghost Crew, I mean GC. Ghost Shout crew. out War Dog. Shout out. Right. So how did, did that play into your strategy at all? Well, um. I knew that if I had too much money too early, then I would be a target. So target, I, I target is not on the podcast. Wary. 
target um so i i didn't want to be captain very early i didn't want to have too much money but i did want to make sure i didn't burn any bridges when the ghost crew was being formed either and we have lost choco temporarily time to go to our first ad break do you like music do you like electronic dance music maybe try Hold on one second. I need to pull up pull up the copy, as they say. Pulling up the copy now. This is great content. Maybe go to Instagram and look up Hypotect. Y-P-A-T-E-K-T. There you can find a link to my YouTube page. Or if you go to uh, Spotify or Apple Music, you can find links to me there. And you can listen to some of my songs. and. That's it. I got songs. I think they're cool. Uh, you should you should check them out. And um, that's our first ad. The second ad is uh, CBD gummies. Do you like um, do you like gummy bears and gummy tasting things? And um, you can't sleep up tonight because you're too caffeinated or depressed or guess, anxious maybe instead of depressed. CBD gummies. They're great. Um, note, I've never used CBD gummies and I cannot endorse any specific products, but that's what the people are saying. CBD oils too, if you're not into gummies. Um, is Choco back? I hear you. Can you hear me? Now we can hear you. We are back. We are back with Choco. Yeah, we're back. back. You missed uh, my, uh, ad break. That's great. We advertised um, my personal Instagram page and uh, CBD gummies. Um, have you ever tried CBD gummies? Um, I sometimes take them to help me sleep. That's what I was advertising. You heard here, folks. Oh. Here, folks. Nice. Um, okay, but back into uh, talking about currency. Where did we leave off with that? Um. Okay, so you didn't want to get too much money or be captain at the beginning as of a threat, but then how did you get enough money to win in the end? Um, well, I won a bid for one of the boxes in the bid expedition. So I received a fourth of the winnings that the captain received, so it was 90,000, so I received 22.5. And then I had one round as captain in the middle. I, I cannot remember which episode that was. Uh, we only won 20,000 that time. But it oh, was- right around you were captain. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, the round I was captain, it was very brief. But um, we only won 20000 And I did end up giving away half of that for loyalty. I'm to, sensing air quotes. Um, not necessarily. It's, none of these people necessarily betrayed. I just don't know if it worked. Right. I, and uh, who were they? I gave 
money to the crew I was on because I think I was the first captain that received the payment in full. Oh, I see. So I still split up the other half between the other crew members because I didn't want to seem like a jerk, even though it was only 20000 Right, right. So one of them was Max, which is what comes to mind immediately. Max, I don't think. Since it was only about 3000 I don't think it really swayed anything. Um, but the other two, I believe, were sleep someone else they they were already allies with me so it just solidified our relationship gotcha i think that was something we could maybe get into who were you do you think were your key allies game well at the beginning of the game i had a final two alliance so to speak i know there's no real final two in Pirate Master, right. but a kind I, of ride or die. Yeah, a ride or die with Nick. Um, apparently, I was the only player that seemed to appreciate Nick. So, I think, I think Nick is charming in his in his own way. I do too, but um, I don't think it was a popular opinion, unfortunately. Yeah, I think we are unfortunately in the minority there, and that with some of the other players, Nick was maybe not playing his best game or being his best self. It was definitely a little bit different from when I was spectating his survivor. Yeah, I, I think he may be a little bit corrupted at this point. In a way that he wasn't prior to the season. Yeah. You know, I want to throw him under the bus for point fingers, but I think he maybe uh, have a little bit too much belief in some things that are a bit odd. <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> when uh, someone makes memes of you, it uh, it you know, it's inspiring, but it sends a certain message. Um, but moving back to you, I'm focusing on you. This is about you. Um, let's actually go through kind of like we were talking about the oral history. He said, okay, so no, no, back to the alliances. Yeah. Focus. Okay. So Nick at the beginning. Yes. And then when Nick was unfortunately eliminated, I reached out to Gavin. So now I know after the fact, and I've been reading some of the confessionals and things, Gavin is very popular. I didn't realize that he was such a prolific player in the org community. He seems very well liked. Yeah, I mean, he obviously made an impression on me immediately because I reached out to him pretty quickly to kind of establish the same kind of ride or die alliance, and he agreed. And did you see honesty in that, or did you see that as kind of him just like saying what he needed to say? On some level, I think it was a little bit of both. I I don't really have any way of knowing because he didn't really talk about it in his confessional and I haven't talked to him afterward. But I hear he is back around in some capacity, though. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll reach out. But he, uh, 
I think he was more interested to hear what kind of information I could provide. And I was interested in seeing if he would reciprocate in any way. Again, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. Right, right. So uh, I just thought that that might be a good idea. Or it could be a um, massive, massive naive mistake. But I, I trusted him. He and I seem to be on a similar investigative wavelength, you know? Right, of course. And then he disappeared off the face of the planet. So I had to shift again. Um, right, it seemed like you were kind of floating there for a bit. Um, I, I guess. Uh, Sorry, I feel, like, I feel like it wasn't long before Sleep reached out to me and had a ride or die there. Of course, I feel like Maddie probably said that too in one of our conversations in the DMs, but I, I that was one that I thought was a little bit um, too good to be true. Right. She's just so likable. There was no way that I was the only person that was connecting with her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she's like a really smart player, so I mean, you know, she kind of knows what to do, yeah. what to say in any situation. And in hindsight, that definitely confirmed that for me. But sleep reached out pretty quickly, and we were ride or die until his um, elimination. Which came very late. That's a pretty length, well-lasting writer. You also had the AARP meeting club thing. Yeah, that was so much fun. We we were um, commiserating on being older than um, the rest of the players, and we made a silly little yeah, How do you think that? How do you think that played into your game? Because I don't know if you know this, but traditionally, older women have not naturally performed the best. In Survivor? Um, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, there's kind of, they kind of fall into the uh, mom role, and that moms typically don't win Survivor. Do you fall into a mom role of any kind? Um, well, I, I'm not a mom, unfortunately. That's. Um, you have at least three cats. I do have three cats. So you are the um, mother to at least three cats. Yes, but not to a uh, human of any kind. I see. Um, I don't. I don't feel like I fell into a mom role. Uh, I don't consider my relationship in that allyship to be um, nurturing. At all. You don't see um, yourself as having a kind of motherly energy. I wouldn't say that. I just don't think that's what I conveyed. I'm I'm mostly messing around. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm trying to be a good, you know, good ally and address, you know, all all topics related to feminism and you know, I'm I'm you know doing 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 the thing. Giving it a shot. Yeah. Trying to make sure that, you know, every perspective is, you know, will tread and understood. 
Um, okay, but what are, okay, then you also had your other alliance, which was Chaco, which was you, Chaco, uh, sleep yeah. in Lisbon. Yeah. So what kind of, it didn't seem like that was particularly fruitful. I, I think it was important. Um, knowing that we were all on the same page was ideal. And we all were interested in separating what Sherlock coined the uh, pregame alliance. The pregame alliance, the soul mighty pregame alliance. Yeah. So we, it was very important for dismantling that. And did, and, but you ultimately ended up going to the end with one of, one of those members. Yes. The pregame alliance queen herself. I, I didn't think you recognized that she was the queen, though I should have, because obviously she was the most likable and charismatic. Not that the others weren't super cool. It's just that of she course. was the easiest to talk to. She clearly knew what she was doing. I guess I just didn't recognize that she knew what she was doing. I just thought she was really, really nice. Right. Um, and I think that can kind of bring us nicely into the sort of meat of this conversation, which is kind of going through some of the votes, right? Okay. Um, unless you had any other alliances you wanted to talk about that you thought were important. Um, no, I, I think that's it. Okay, so the very first vote, the well-loved friend of the show guest Maj is eliminated first what how did that go down from your perspective well um for starters I didn't really know that Maj was such a big part of the community since I had only just joined for the game I really wasn't familiar with anybody or how they had played in previous things or other seasons or other games and I just uh I didn't know how to approach that, but um, I did know that Marge was really, really cool when I talked to him. I reached out, and it was really interesting. He asked me about the um, hurricane that was coming through and was a generally likable person. And um, when the elimination came around and Nibble put up, it seemed like the very popular vote and um, I asked a bunch of the other players what they were doing and I think it was Lisbon that gave me the advice that sometimes it's better to keep things simple and I did end up voting with the rest of the players for that Right, I mean I think that was something we talked about, the uh, classic kind of eliminate the strong, then the weak, then the weak then the strong, then the weak kind of thing I think so, yeah. And I guess being flexible, being a kind of key piece of advice I gave you going into the season. Yeah, yeah. Did you send me an article? I did, I did. A very secret article. Oh. That, uh, outlines a, a theory of how to play these games. Um, I'm just kidding. It's the it's David 
Bloomberg's seven rules for Survivor. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I was being cryptic, cryptic there. It's late and I'm tired. Um, okay. So basically the region mod went out was just because it was a simple vote and people saw them as a threat. That's kind of what I'm gathering. At least from my perspective. Gotcha. And then the next vote, the Nick vote. Okay. Um, Let's talk about it. The Nick vote, I didn't really see it coming. Nobody really talked to me about Nick. Of course, this was when I had already put Nick as my ride or die. And so I, I wasn't interested in voting Nick. But, um, I was kind of surprised when the votes were spread and that was the case. I don't remember necessarily who I voted for, but it did come as a surprise to me. It did make me realize I wasn't talking to other people enough. Right, so in some way it kind of helped your game because it made you realize what you didn't know. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, then what about the Sherlock vote? What was your kind of perspective on that? Well, at first, it felt like Sherlock was making stuff up to get attention. And I thought, you know, this, this guy's got a tinfoil hat on. This is kind of weird. And so when everybody was voting for him, I didn't see a problem with that. And I think I did lose the vote for Sherlock. But, um... It was a certain conversation with Maddie and Shoddy where Maddie reached out first and asked if I'd heard about a pregame alliance. And at this point, I thought that everybody knew that Sherlock was talking about that, so I was kind of surprised. And I said, yeah, um, I have heard about that. It always includes Gibble. Well, I heard from, I I told her that I heard it from a few people, and I think I may have, but really, I was trying to see if she was messing with me. Right. So I said, I always hear Gibble's name, I always hear your name, and I always hear Mike, and sometimes I hear Shoddy. And within seconds, Shoddy was in my DMs asking me, Sorry, you cut out again. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I thought it was kind of suspicious. So I realized uh, too late that Sherlock was right, probably. Yeah, and that's a really sloppy move. Yeah, it's, well, you know. We learn from mistakes. Correct. Um, so Sherlock asks you if you know about the pregame alliance, and then you say yes, and immediately other people are talking to you about it. Yeah. And then, did you ultimately end up voting to, voting Sherlock out? I did vote for Sherlock, but this was... I, I still didn't think he was really... I thought it was still conspiratorial. Oh, I see. At the time, I didn't recognize my mistake until I was 
So even if right. I voted for someone else, I don't think it would have changed it. Right, and obviously the blow-up following that was kind of telling. A little, at least a little bit. Yeah, I think, I can't remember, I think I said it a few times to a few people, this is kind of the season of the tantrum. I, I, I didn't hear that. Oh, I said, uh, this was kind of the season of the tantrum. People would get eliminated and they'd have a big fit and then we wouldn't hear from them again. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they, that is, those aren't their last words. They don't really have much opportunity to speak after those. Oh, uh, yeah. And as someone who's been on the receiving end of one of those, um, it's never a good place to be in. You managed to uh, escape that very much unscathed. Really, I think that was kind of what was very impressive. Is I think you went, you got black spotted once, correct? At the end. Yes. And that was the only time was the gross. Oh, so you didn't get black spotted at all before that? No, only the ghost crew. Okay, so you did play a perfect game. Is that what they call that? Yeah, not getting eliminated. Yeah, not get, not ever being eligible to vote. It's considered playing a perfect game. Oh, well, then I guess I did. Yeah, the only vote that was ever cast for me was sleeps at the ghost group. Okay, well, that, well, I guess if you know, I guess if if you did get one vote against you, I ghost crew. That is, that that makes it not a perfect game. You were very close to a perfect game, and we have sleep to blame for you not getting one. And. You know, I'm not mad about it. He did promise me. Right. It's a very petty kind of thing to promise someone, but... Yeah. You know, sleep's cool. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but then let's get into the next vote. What about the uh, Gibble vote? I know that was a big... One of the biggest votes, if not the biggest vote of the season. The Gibble or the vote Gibble and the Shoddy vote. It's, the Gibble vote was really interesting. Um, it was very obvious that Gibble had the most money of all of us because he had been captain so many times. So everyone, or at least a lot of people that I was talking to, were pretty eager to get Gibble out, particularly people that were outside of what we did understood was indeed the pregame alliance and we were pretty eager to eliminate one of them naturally this is where the money really helped with certain eliminations that it was easy to vote out gibble because he had the most money and if he wasn't the alliance it felt like they were kind of on board too and looking back at the confession terribly pleased with gibble and himself Right, so it seems like once Bug blew up the alliance or blew their spot, they kind of just dissolved more or less. A little bit, um, in hindsight, but it definitely helped out with removing some of their majority, so to speak. Um, I what I did in particular for that vote was I I wasn't entirely sure when the ghost crew started, but I knew that there would be a ghost crew 
and I made sure that whoever was, I was sure was going to be eliminated, thought positive of me before they were eliminated. And so I reached out to Gibble and I was cordial and polite and I said, you know, it's really stinks. And Gibble actually sent me his will when he was eliminated. Interesting. Which ended up being sure that... about $10,000 because of how much he had. Damn, so he, he was well ahead of anyone else at that time, it seems. Oh, yeah, by a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, let's go to the next vote, the uh, Shouty vote. How did that happen? We're skipping Shoddy. over Michael, Michael McCaw because I can't imagine you have anything particularly positive or interesting to say about that. I mean, other than I was pretty pleased that everybody wanted to support me in getting him out before he could really get me out, which was my impression. Uh, not really. Um, for Shoddy, Shoddy vote, um, I'm pretty sure that was another one of the we have the opportunity to. I think at that point, I was allied with sleep and I was allied with Lisbon, and we were talking about it, and we decided that Shoddy and Maddie needed to be broken up. Sleep had been inspiring to betray them for a while. Sleep and I figured out um, that they had a a three-part alliance with both of us independent and we thought that was kind of on the nose. Like, you're just trying to keep a stranglehold on everybody, but also make sure that nobody knows about it. And right. right. That, that never seems to go well. But everyone yeah. also seems to do it. Yeah, so when we realized that they were trying to play both of us, that we were going to try and disrupt that duo, but we knew that we had to do it at the right time. So when Sleep decided to break up the duo, um, it was up to me and Lesbian to pick out, and I think Max too, to pick out who we wanted. Because with me and Lesbian, it was going to be the majority. And I, I could trust Lesbian to vote with me however he said he was going to. I felt like he and I had the same idea, like, this is the big fish to fry right now and so in that moment I was like okay I know that this is where this guy is thinking because it's logical so we right. both we both decided that shoddy was the vote and that's what we did nice uh, then what about the max vote I don't really know too much about Max's game it looks like not a lot of people did I looked through the confessional and it looks like he didn't use it right <laughs> but uh, uh, I think I mentioned when I was captain and I was doing my black spots that um, Max and I didn't talk as much as the other players and I think that was consistent with the other players too that they didn't really hear from Max a whole lot so um, it sounds like Max and Lisbon were talking though and Lisbon was more interested in 
allying with people that could take him further. So when presented with, oh, let's get Max out, Lisbon was more than happy to. Right. It's like, I'm not working with this person, so why not? And then the last vote, the biggest vote for you, I think, and I could be wrong about this, the biggest vote for you of the season, the sleep vote. That was the biggest one. I had built really strong cores with all three of the other players. And I knew that wherever I go to be a betrayal, there wasn't really a safe especially for the ghost crew, you know what I mean? So it was really difficult. It was like, who do I really want to take with me right. to the final expedition? And um, I was convinced that sleep had the most money for three. And that to me seemed like an easy, an easy reason to vote for him. Um, he did try to convince me not to, because I, I don't believe in, I don't really like the idea of blindsiding. I think it's really mean. So I um, I told him, you know, I'm really thinking about voting for you. I'm convinced that you have this money. And he says, I don't. I have way less than you think I do. How much do you think I have? And I told him, probably um, about 80. And he said, no, I only have 60. And Maddie has this much. And Lisbon has this much. You shouldn't vote me out. And I immediately DM'd Lisbon. This was actually in that little window where everyone was awake. And I said, how does sleep only have 60? Lisbon said, by lying. (laughs) So I knew that sleep was either um, trying to mislead me into not so either trying to mislead me or he was telling the truth and i decided that if he was telling the truth then i would probably still be in trouble because he's really smart and right he could have done very well in that challenge he could have done really really well so i decided that it was a risk that i was willing to take and if it was a mistake then i would find out later you know apologize but it so, correct me if I'm wrong, Lisbon, male, right? I'm pretty sure Lisbon selected the role of he, him. Of what? PM. Uh, okay. They yeah. said he, man, for a second. <laughs> Lisbon, he, man. <laughs> we should tell him that. Yeah, we should hope, hope, he, uh, hope he listens. He, oh, He-Man listens to this. <laughs> Actually, I did not buy a Okay, but so do you think that gender played any role in your decision to pick Sleep to Go over um, Maddie? No, it was really the money. Okay, so it's purely you were just all about the money. Just Yeah. 
you know, I'm really glad that uh, you decided to care about that in the end. I think it's um, a very underlooked, underappreciated aspect of this uh, game is how important money is, especially at the end there. Yeah, was, how quickly it how quickly it can kind of move around on that last challenge, especially. Yeah, it's really it was really hard to do the math to see how much he had, and that's why I was a little bit um, scared that I was making the wrong decision. I I didn't know if I had done something wrong or missed something because there were a couple of challenges where I just didn't know how much money people either right so you weren't keeping super good track it seems i mean i was keeping okay track and i mean obviously you know like you like you were doing i'm sure other people were doing kind of behind the door deals to uh buy loyalty and sell loyalty which is something that never occurred to me in my season at all of fire master was that you could do that I didn't really feel like I was... I mean, I guess I did that with Yondir. And he lied to me uh, pretty blatantly. I, like, weirdly didn't feel betrayed by it. I, I feel like... I feel like I got it from the TV show. The actual Pirate Master TV show. A lot of the players would move money around to influence votes and opinions of each other. Right, I think that's a kind of... Uh, under looked at part of the game is the fact that you did actually, you were one of a small handful of people who actually have watched the show in its entirety. I did watch it in its entirety. It was good. It's a shame it only got one season. And it, it, is. it was canceled halfway through it. <laughs> it, was. it should have more seasons. It was really silly in a fun way, you know? Yeah. Um, and then in the end, um, tell, tell us about how that last challenge went. Oh yeah, absolutely. So there were there were four mini expeditions that we had to do, and then there was a final prize expedition, and all of those. The mini expeditions gave bid um, sabotages on, and the mini wins would give you a portion of the sabotage money that was spent. And then the main ex- final expedition prize would give you a cut of the total money spent on all of the sabotages. Minus I see. So it was called precision, and you had to you had to place dominoes by typing "I place domino number one through 11, but only you had to be every sixty seconds. And then you had to say that you knocked them over, and whoever knocked over the most in the least amount of time was going to be the winner of that one. That one was really stressful because. You're just watching a stopwatch click to 60 seconds, and you're hoping that you don't make a mistake and are three seconds off, one second off. 
it was really close and it took an entire 10 minutes, 11 minutes, you know. It's really nerve-wracking. And then um, there was payment where the whole, whole thing was whoever gives the most money. And I decided to only bid dollar because I knew that if somebody bid, say, 5000 another bid 1000 and I bid a dollar. And I only got a sixth of that as last place. That would still be bigger than a dollar. And first right. place would still win less than 5000 So I knew it would make them lose money and me gain. Right, so it was kind of the most bang for your buck kind of situation. Yeah. Literally for the your singular buck. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and then um, there was precision, there was payment, there was um, oh, there was uh, no patience was the one with the dominoes. Precision was you had to write out the names of different of you had to count to down from 30 something but there were certain oh, rules see. about how you had to count them down so if it was divisible by seven it needed to have a question mark if it was even it had to be underlined or bolded no bolded and then if it was prime it had to be underlined and if it had a two in it it had to be spelled out. Oh, that sounds exhausting. I messed up two of them. But I did get through it. And I think it was a good time. I, I don't know if... I don't think I've gone first place. I'll have to look back at that. He did post the results. Right. Um, but in the end, ultimately, you did well enough that you had more money than Maddie in the end, and you... Yeah, the final victorious. The final expedition was really the the winner. It was a logic puzzle. I'm pretty good at those. It was just like which player is this, and you had to type them in the right order. Right. And that one went pretty well. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I'm glad that Lisbon got voted out. He looks like he would have beaten me if he hadn't. Just from pure logic puzzle prowess? Yeah. Okay, and then I think we were kind of talking at the end. You noticed, you, you kind of freaked out when you saw that your uh, avatar, the uh, exotic dancer slash scientist, yeah. was posted as the winner? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, I, I was at work, and... I knew that the reunion was going to happen around six and I saved my work and I tuned in and I was shaking. And when I saw my profile picture, when I saw John, I literally jumped out of my chair. <laughs> it was crazy. So now people might not know this about you. There's some interesting kind of parallels between you and John, right? 
Well, right. I mean, I think it's oh. no no surprise to me, but you know, as all of the audience might not know, is while he is an exotic dancer slash scientist, you are an exotic dancer with interest in science, correct? I I went to school for science, but I'm an exotic dancer. What? I, I'm not an exotic what? dancer. Okay, I just thought I thought it'd be funny if you were like, you know. Damn it, Choco! It's called a uh, called. What's the term? Called kayfabe. Okay. Well, okay, that bit did not go as I had anticipated. So let's go into the uh, final round of kind of questions. Unless you had anything else you wanted to say about the game itself. <laughs> Um, I mean, I thought you played a very good, very good middle middle game, as one might call it. You know, it wasn't high risk, high stakes, big moves, but it was incredibly effective. Obviously, you've won, and I haven't won at Pirate Masterwork. Yeah, you know the game. You know, and you won your first time. It took me two whole more try, two or three more tries. You know, to win. Yeah. Um. Would you consider your game to be a very safe game you played, or do you think there was ever a risk of you getting eliminated? I think that the mutiny was a big risk. I did a lot of legwork for that. And um, Maddie and Nate, who disrupted it, knew that it was going to bite me a little, so... Right. But that was really the only time you felt like you were ever at risk. Yeah. That's very impressive. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I I think I got I I don't know if I would have recognized necessarily. Sorry, you're cutting out a little bit. Oh, sorry. I, I don't think I would have recognized it necessarily right so you're saying there it's a last that it didn't happen and more that you didn't see it coming per se yeah I, I i was right to not be worried most of the time but i don't know i think i got lucky. gotcha um and then so moving forward i am hearing rumors there are the blogs are talking. Um, rumors that the next season of Pirate Master is an all-star season. I would certainly uh, say you played an all-star type game. Oh, thank you. Um, and I was won- wondering if you had any interest in playing, what your thoughts were on an all-star season at all. Maybe who you would want to work with like if someone came back from your season who would you be like kind of nervous about or other players that kind of have reputations that kind of thing 
I'm not that familiar with the community, but I am considering talking to, reaching out to a spade of mine. I'm sorry, you got out again. Sorry. I am thinking about reaching out to Maddie. Okay. I did really enjoy playing with Maddie. We weren't always on the same page, but she's a really great player, and I really do like her, so that would be really fun if she wanted to play with me. You don't think she'll be scared of... I'm not saying that you would do this, but you're not scared of any kind of pregame alliance action? I mean, I don't see anything wrong with a pregame that's only like two people. I just thought it was a little unfair that there were five and they took the game so fast. You know what I mean? Right, they just like kind of took control of the game. Yeah, no, that's not uh, ideal, I think, for the other players. Um, any So no players from any other previous seasons you'd be interested in working with at all if they were to happen to appear on a uh, all-star season. Now going to our next ad break. Um, I don't know. What, what should I... Do you want a wallet that's made out of metal? Try a Ridge wallet. It's a wallet, but it's metal. Um, I don't have one myself. They're pretty expensive. A lot of my price range in terms of what I am willing to spend on a wallet. And um, I also think a metal wallet is a weird look in general. But if you are a uh, modern kid and you think metal wallets are cool, consider the Ridge wallet as an option for a metal wallet you could potentially get. They certainly make them. They also make other products that you could consume or not consume. I don't know that you're eating any of their products. I don't know that they're making anything edible. Um, products that you could use in your day-to-day life. They make a backpack, a weekender of sorts. Um, there's also Kratom that exists. You could try that. Hey, sorry. I, for some reason, that was a dead zone on the highway. Interesting, yeah. Um, Choco is recording live from a car destination and whereabouts unknown. She, um, however, is not as not familiar with Kratom, and I've personally never tried it, so maybe don't try Kratom. But do you have any experience with the Ridge Wallet, Choco? The Ridge Wallet? Yes, it's a uh, product. Um, no, I don't think so. All right, well... Okay, so I guess the final question I had for you was, kind of reiterating, was, is there any one from any other seasons you are for or against working with? Um, I haven't thought about it. I mean, I don't really, I don't really know anyone else. Right, there, um. Okay, what also, what are your thoughts on, I guess, what are your thoughts on the uh, hosts? The hosts? I thought they were all really yeah. nice. Yeah, well, I just thought they were great people, and I think they deserve kind of a shout-out for putting on the season, I guess, kind of, was where I was going with that. Yeah, total shout-out. Absolutely. And if you had to, uh, I'm not, this isn't serious, if you had to rank them, 
don't do that. But uh, shout out uh, the all the hosts. Uh, we got Kevin. Kevin's not, Kevin's a good host. Like Kevin, um, he might have just been a podcast master, podcasty. But you know, TV obviously. Have you and TV started like talking? A little bit. I really, really enjoy talking to you. There's also Coop. Who did a great job. Yeah. Uh, Kim Powers, more like Kim Sowers. Yeah. Great host. Uh, Max Jets, king of king of the podcast, the uh, far superior podcast. Did we talk about Did we talk about Large Michael at all yet? Large Michael, I do like uh, him. Yeah. Big Mike is great. Um, so again, yeah, shout out to everyone who did that. Shout out to. Um, Tarjik for hosting the part one of this podcast with yeah. Maddie. It was great. It was fun to listen to them kind of go back and forth. Um, shout out to our various guests we've had over the season. Um, Maj, Ami, uh, the our mystery guest, Ami, of course. Um, but from what I'm understanding, only I could understand. Yeah, I had a hard time understanding that. But um, my ears don't always talk to my brain correctly, so. Yeah, I spent a little while kind of, you know, helping them maintain their anonymity, and I think I might have gone a little too far with it. Um, but also Nick, who was on. Uh, okay. I think Gibble may have been on at some point or something. I don't know. He's on the server right now, so I'm going to assume he may have taken part in the last podcast. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I saw him in the chat. Uh, yeah, and thank you, everyone. I think uh, we look forward to coming back uh, next season. Yeah. For, for our coverage of of All Stars, or um, in the event that Tarjik and I are not participating, and you know who's to say if we are or not? I haven't certainly haven't heard anything either way about either of us. Um, when we find out if we are participating, we will likely have the podcast. If not, we'll be back for season 11 oh. to continue being hashtag unofficial. All right. Winner, Pirate Master Org champion, Pirate Master Org viewer, um, queen, of the middle, queen of the Middle Road, Choco. Yeah. 